Welcome to Our Shit Experiences, literally the podcast, in our first uploaded episode due to technical difficulties causing us to have to scrap the first real episode. <laughs> but um, anyway, Max, how's your day been? Oh, well, my day's been, uh, been all right, you know, a lot of good shitting going on. What about yours, Luke? Oh, you know, I took a not-so-satisfying shit today. You know, oh, yes, kind of tell ruined, us about it. Tell us about it. Kind of ruined, you know, the experience for me, so I haven't actually eaten a lot today, and that may have been the cause of it, but, you know, needed to poop, as any man needs to. And, um, you know, sat down on the toilet, and when I went to poop, these little nuggets came out, you know? And, you know, you got, you know, you got your turtlenecks and you got your runny poos, you know, and the normally of things, middle grounds are always nice, but when it comes to poos, you want to have one of the extremes, you know, the more extreme, the better. Or in some cases, if it's too extreme, that's not so good, but, you know, this one, it just wasn't right. And, you know, I think I'm going to have to improve on my diet to improve my shitting sometimes, you know? Yeah, a good bit of fiber is always good, you know? Depending on what you eat depends on what floats in the, in the bowl, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, you eat stuff with certain things and your pool sink and then sometimes they float. And I think um, once they sink are better than ones that float. So if they're floating, it's not a good sign. Mm, not at um, all. No. But I'll tell you about my my um, shit experience today anyway. But um, I I wasn't actually at home today. I was at another person's uh, house, and uh, I had to I had to shit in their toilet. And you know, not not shitting in your own toilet's quite quite difficult at times, isn't it? Isn't it, Luke? As as you probably know, but yeah, it's um, the worst. Yeah, so I, I had to had to shit in their toilet. You know, a lot of things go through your head at the time. You know. I was thinking, yeah, you don't want to do this, you don't want to do that. You just want to be just right so that they don't know you. You've pretty much gone down a shit because nobody wants to know you've gone down a shit. Yeah, I feel like the atmosphere of shitting isn't really respected in today's world. You know, you've got these public bathrooms with abysmal hygiene, you know. Like, I understand that there are a lot of infections and, like, icky stuff that can occur from shitting, but it truly is a beautiful thing. And you need to have the right, like, atmosphere surrounding it. Oh, it it's, shitting can be beautiful, you know? If you have the right, you know, setting, mood, you got to have all of this. And when you're not in a familiar location, like public, even just a friend's house, it can ruin it. Yeah, I mean, that kind of draws into um, that Rick and Morty episode where Rick has his secret um, toilet that he goes to do a shit because obviously it needs it to be just right for him. I mean, it's the same for any given person. I mean, you know, doing a shit somewhere you're not comfortable isn't a very great time to have a shit, is it? Yeah. So obviously I, I struggled a bit when I was having a shit there because obviously I wanted to, to not do much, which luckily for me it didn't seem like I'd done one, which was brilliant. Um, because that's just what you want. You don't want to get embarrassed or anything. But, I mean, you you always want your toilet or whichever toilet you're taking to be just right for you. Yeah. You know, if anyone violates that in any way, then, then you're in a bit of an issue, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the serenity 
of pulling can really be magical, but when you know you, the certain like it's very it's a very del a delicate experience. You know, just even having time pressure on you, having someone waiting for you, you know, being in an unfamiliar location, it can just, it spoils the whole thing. And, you know, you've been holding in a, a nice little turd for a couple of days, you know, you haven't had time and you finally get that time to sit down. And then you get a text from someone asking you to go hop on the Xbox or you have to go out somewhere with your family. It's just, oh, it's the worst. Yeah, getting getting rushed to all this shit is pretty bad, but we're going to cover that in the later episode with a special guest, I believe. So oh, yes. probably shouldn't too much Sometimes about it. Sometimes time pressure can be a good thing when it comes to competition with speed shitting with a very special guest which will be next episode next week so look forward to that but back to the theme of this episode and the serenity surrounding a toilet bowl what are some experiences you've had where your serenity has been broken well you know people usually talk when they're talking about you know the sanctity of the toilet bowl they talk about the fact that someone else has to has to remove that, you know, that someone else caused that to be removed. But in reality, it's sometimes not anyone else but yourself that removes the sanctity of the toilet bowl. And that's a story I'm going to not going to touch on today. So I'll give you the background for it. Um, I went on a holiday up to a place called the Whit Sundays in North Queensland, Australia. Um, and essentially, uh, it's, a, it's a nice uh, beachy area, you know, white sand islands um, and everything like that. So we went up there for a bit of a holiday. And um, we went to, to a, a, an island, an island that was for a day trip. It was a bit of a um, resort island, and you got around to do a couple, a couple of few things. And we decided to go into the uh, rejuvenation, rejuvenation spa, as they called it. A spa Did where you have you, a um, nice mud bath, like the famous Lewis Lit. No, no, wasn't quite a mud bath. It was, uh, it was just a normal spa. But it's called a rejuvenation spa. I believe they reuse water. Oh, something that along those lines. Nasty. Yeah, well, I'm not sure the the exact details of it. But I'm pretty sure I had something to do with it. But anyway, we were doing that. And, going around doing whatever but I distinctly remember feeling a bit um, unsettled after leaving that on you know I get a bit seasick while on boats and when we're travelling back I felt a bit seasick and I vomited a couple of times but I was forced to drink a, a ginger tablet which um, makes me uh, not like ginger as much now but it did help me along that arm trip to, to not vomit as much but I have to go back to the apartment obviously you know when you're in an apartment you want to keep it nice and good looking but um, I felt the need to vomit more so I continued to vomit. Um, and then I also felt the need to shit. But oh. I didn't make it to the toilet seat in time. And if you haven't told right now, I had contracted the 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 um the norovirus, which was a virus that's like gastro that was travelling around in Australia a, a bit back. But uh, essentially it makes you vomit and shit at the same time. And I contracted that. And so I was laying on the floor not on the toilet seat, shitting out of my ass and vomiting out of my mouth, which in, in a way removed the sanctity from the toilet bowl because I wasn't able to use it and shit in a safe manner as I'd normally been able to. Oh, that sucks. And it, it had been violated because of the fact that I couldn't control myself shitting. And for the next person that came in there to know that someone had been shitting all over the floor 
and then sit in the toilet bowl, remove, remove, just destroys the experience, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for that next person. So in a way, I, I removed what was precious about that toilet bowl, special for people to have their shit, because nothing better than going into a nice apartment with a nice new toilet and doing a shit, by shitting all over the floor and everywhere. And I mean, later on in the story, you know, I, we're on the way home and everyone's got it. And, you know, we're vomiting in bags and stuff and then somebody vomits over all the bags and we haven't got any left and we're shitting oh. ourselves and stuff. And it's not fun, you know, I go home and I do runny shits and it's runny shits all the time and it's just everywhere. But, you know, it just goes to show that the time you spend on a toilet in your own time, your own place, it's precious time that you should take to you know, be grateful for that you don't have a situation where, you know, you shit in front of other people, you haven't got a toilet bowl, it's saying to your fool, like I removed it from that one, or, you know, you've got a situation where you can't control your shitting because obviously that that's going to be a bit of a worse situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, and following along in our story, I have a pretty horrible experience from when I went to New Zealand. I still have no clue what caused it, but I got a stomach bug and oh boy did it suck so i had eaten quite a bit on the day that you know it would you eat i'd eat so in new zealand there's this um place that's kind of similar to costco i mean it's not necessarily selling stuff in bulk but it's like a big warehouse warehouse it's more like aldi if anything but what they do is that there's a hot food section where you mm. can like buy hot chips in the like supermarket and eat them while you're shopping and you pay for them at the end and um i had eaten quite a lot of them and you know throughout the day i'm pretty sure breakfast we had burger king lunch was probably me eating the hot chips it's a bit fuzzy in my memory mainly because my brain's probably tried to suppress it but in dinner I'm pretty sure we went out to a restaurant and ate quite a bit. And so, you know, I'd eaten quite a lot. I'm pretty sure it came from those hot chips from the supermarket. But I don't know. So don't sue me. But um, so I think it began at about, I would say, 11 p.m., 12 12 a.m., when everyone was, like, just about to go to sleep, and I started throwing up uncontrollably, and I ruined my grandma's carpet. feel bad about that. It was very annoying, because every time I threw up, everyone wasn't worried about me. They were yelling at me for throwing up on the carpet, and then I would end up throwing up again on the carpet, and then it got yeah, to the point... Like, we're respecting the fact that you're in a situation where you couldn't control yourself. Yeah, and then it kind of escalated to the point that I started getting very violent diarrhea to the point where, like, the, you know, it was splashing down into the water, but it was, it was like a shotgun effect almost where it would cover the entire bowl. And I, would, I ended up sitting on the toilet of my grandma's house which this is in New Zealand in winter and the toilet is in the laundry room with a door that wasn't insulated very well so I had a cold draft coming under it directly to the toilet I'm there in my 
skimpy pajamas, you know, these things weren't very good because they're Australian pajamas, you know, they aren't really built for New Zealand winters. No. I'm sitting there in my pajamas with my pants down on the toilet, I have this cold draft coming, you know, and I'm there shitting my insides out, vomiting into this bucket that I have to hold in front of me, and this bucket at this point was like halfway full, like it was sloshing around, it was horrible, and then, um, you know, someone comes home and they just see me there on the toilet and then I said to them, I, I, I am sicky. <laughs> and they were like, oh. And, you know, because they had been out partying all night, so they came home with a vitamin water and they gave it to me, thinking that it would help me. And after, because... You know, if a stomach bug, the way it works is you're only really sick when you've eaten something. And so after everything had passed, um, I went to bed and I was drinking the vitamin water and it felt as if it was helping. But in the morning, I woke up, my grandma came and walked past and she said hi to me. And the second she said hi to me, I ended up throwing up an entire liter bottle of vitamin water. And it was like, because I had nothing in my stomach at this point, it, I, I almost threw up the entire thing as if it hadn't been drunken at all, back onto the floor, and she looked so disappointed in me. It was a bit sad, to be honest. And then I that entire day, my stomach hurt because I hadn't eaten anything, and I spent the entire day in pain because I couldn't do anything because I hadn't eaten and at that night everyone went out for dinner and I stayed back I watched Ice Age which you know it might be a strong opinion but it's got to be top one uh, at least on the top 100 list of movies it it is a masterpiece it is a true masterpiece yes yes I remember watching it when I was younger but I was sitting there watching Ice Age and I saw a packet of Pringles. It was like a rip-off pack, I'm pretty sure, of Pringles sitting there on the bench. And I was very hungry. Like, I knew, like, oh, I shouldn't eat it. But I ate it. And I ate an entire thing of Pringles. And I'm pretty sure I ate, like, it was like a share bag full of, like, different flavors of chips. I ate almost the entire thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm fine. And then I had what I had the night before, but ten times worse. Because all these chips, like, you know, it has spices in it, which isn't that bad. But when my bowels just yeeted out into the bowl below, it's bad. It is not nice. What did it feel like? It felt like my anus had ruptured. Like, I had to keep Mm. on checking. Um, you know, I had to keep on checking that, you know, I wasn't bleeding because that's how violent it was. You know, I had to make yeah, sure I wasn't bleeding. No, because that, that, I mean, that's the issue when you eat stuff like that. I mean, it, it comes out too quickly and it's a bit like shrapnel. It, it'll just, or can just feel as if it's, you know, destroying everything on its way out. Mm. I have a, a story from a friend. This is a recent story, and it is quite nasty. But my friend, he works at Woolworths, and there was this person 
don't know if it was a male or a female because he wasn't actually working at the time. He just heard it from his colleagues. But someone got a case of very runny diarrhea oh, in God. the middle of the store and it started dripping down their leg onto the floor and it wouldn't stop. And so keep in mind, this is before they had a look at the security tape, so they don't know exactly what happened. So this is just you know, detective skills of, and there was a trail left behind from aisle three, which is in the complete corner of the place, from aisle three in the very back, all the way through the store, through the entire mall, into a bathroom, and, you know, I feel bad for the people who had to clean it up, but I feel even worse for the person who had that happen to them, because I can't imagine desperately running away while you have this trail of diarrhea because you can't hide that people would have seen it it was like around midday so it was like peak hours there would have been she would like she slash he don't know but they would have had to run past at least 200 people to get to that bathroom minimum and that would have been so bad because you know I'll oh, continue. Was it a clean up in R3? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. Uh, but luckily, the people at Woolworths didn't actually have to clean it up. The people who owned the mall did. So oh, yeah. That was gross. a close call for my friend. He's quite lucky. Yeah, otherwise, he would have had to done it, do it. So. Yeah. But I mean, that kind of reminds me of a couple of stories of my work, you know, when people are. You know, they they ask me all the time where you know where the toilet is, and I see them walking off very awkwardly and stuff like that. I mean, you you can't control it, and for some some people, you, they just don't have any control over that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, a, a bit back, I'll, I'll tell you a story about I was um at a place with a good man of mine, and we were we were there, and there was this um, older lady, and then my grandmother was next to her, we were sitting down on this like couch looking thing. But um, essentially, she she asked me, you know, oh, where's the bathroom? And I say, well, it's, you know, it's over there. Um, yeah, you can go there wherever you want, obviously. But um, she's just sitting around there, then for a little bit, you know, sitting around for a little while. And she's like, oh, I think she says to herself, oh, you know, I can better go now. She gets up very slowly off the couch. Obviously, she's a bit older, so a bit harder for her to get up. So she gets up and my mate's sitting next to her and just as she gets up, she lets up this ripper like wet sounding oh. fart, like a real nasty one. Like nasty ass. And then like and then she goes, Ooh, ooh which makes a really weird noise. And then as if like she knew she'd done it and then she's like slowly starts walking and we don't know where she's walking at first. She obviously we think she's walking to the bathroom. And then she continues walking and we see her walk in the bathroom and then we're just sitting there like cacking ourselves laughter this old lady farted in my mate's face and it sounded wet as if she'd like shat herself and I mean and my grandma was like it's not funny you know some people don't have control but it's like you know you ask someone where the bathroom is and then you proceed to have a wet fart I mean that is one of the most embarrassing things you could ever have I would hate for that to happen and I mean I mean, especially for my elderly people, I mean, do they have the capacity to be able to clean themselves out like that? Like, it's quite a bit harder, wouldn't you think? Yeah. For them to clean themselves in that way, especially in public, I mean, it'd be quite embarrassing and everything. Um, because, 
uh, you know, older people, they, they talk just as much as other people, you know, gossip around and everything. And I mean, yeah. if someone else had figured out about that, if they obviously more, They have more time on their hands because they're retired. Exactly. But I mean, you know, it's it's just a it's just a sticky situation in a way, and I mean yeah it's quite difficult but you know nothing beats uh, the the fact that you know you can shit when you've got diarrhea real easy but you know it's even worse is the ability not to be able to shit. Um, yeah. I mean even if um you know you know I can tell you a story about when I'm, I was on camp and. I was out and, you know, I was having a great time, you know, out camping, you know, going walks and everything, you know. Yeah. Not knowing that there's probably going to be one of the camps I was the sickest on, you know. Um, I was out and after a couple of days I started to feel a bit ill. I'd um, gone to the shower one night and attempted to go to the bathroom, but I could not do a shit. Um, it was dropped toilets, you see. I wasn't feeling oh. very comfortable in them. But, um... I wasn't feeling at home having those toilets obviously there's a lot of guys around they took all the gents to go to the bathroom at the same time so everyone was over there there was about 100 boys and everyone was waiting their turn to go to shit so you're a bit under pressure and doing your shit and I couldn't do it um, so then you went for a shower and everything but anyway you proceeded along that week and I proceedingly got more and more sick it's a fact to the point where I couldn't leave my tent um, I was that sick because I could not do a shit essentially um, <clears throat> and it's one of like the worst feelings you can get because you've got this shit inside you you can't get rid of and you just want to you want to get rid of it you get the feeling that you need to and then you go there and you can't do it yeah. and it's the worst I mean it's it's really bad I mean and oh. that's what I was kind of talking about earlier it kind of draws into the fact that you know you've got You've got to have the right toilet to be able to do a shit properly. Yeah. Taking the time you can do your shooting, you know? I have a horror story for you. And I I mean, I don't know the science behind this, um, but I had worm tablets the night before I went on a hike. And, you know, uh, looking back on the fact, logically, worm tablets probably would have some sort of laxative in them because, you know, the way they work is something that hurts the worms and, you know, kills them is sent through your digestive tract and so obviously if you want it to be quick you'd want to speed up the digestive movement you know yeah so anyway i took it the night before and halfway through a hike hours away from a toilet um i get a major sudden urge to take a crap and it was so bad that like my legs were shaking you know, I, I I needed to go, you know, and I, I, I ended up leaning up against a tree, putting my back against it like a bear, cr- like crouching down, like doing a squat, you know, as if you would do it in PE class. Yeah, yeah. And I, I started to pull down my pants. I, I actually, I didn't pull them down just yet. I'm sitting there like sweating my balls off. I'm trying to hold it in, you know. I really don't want to poop here. I'm surrounded by all my friends <laughs> just staring at me. Um and I'm sitting there like praying and I have these people around me all eating like food because this is when we were on like a snack break I'm surrounded by people eating food I'm here needing to take a massive dump up against a tree and keep in mind right we had no tissues on us or anything so if I actually did end up pooping because I didn't praise Jesus 
I didn't need to poop. I, I, I just, it, like, you know, if you, you know, there's sometimes when you need to poop and it just kind of passes. Uh, yeah, I had yeah. that happen, which, oh my god, it was a godsend. But if I needed to poop, I would have had to hike for about eight more hours with monkey butt. And yeah. just imagine the rash and the burns you would get from that. That'd be terrible. Did you end up shitting? No, I, uh, well, no, I shat when I got home. My shat, I mean, in the toilet, I didn't shat myself. Like, I didn't shat or anything, but, you know, I, it passed, and luckily, because it, um, you know, I don't know if other people have this, but with me, whenever I get the urge to poop, it normally surpasses when I start walking around, and so when I, I couldn't take any more breaks in the hike and so whenever the group went to have a break i just kept on walking at like a slower pace so they would be able to catch up it was traumatizing i spent the entire time worrying whether or not that was going to be it yeah it's uh, not not great i mean needing needing to ship but not being able to uh, is is one of, is one of the worst experiences you can have i mean I mean, yeah, doing it out in the woods like that's okay when, you know, it's just you, but when you're around other people, that's once again something that draws into shitting in the right place, right time. I mean, it's and not really is, the right And the thing is, it wasn't even like I was surrounded by my friends. I was surrounded by, because this was a hiking group, like, formed by our school, and so I had a whole bunch of people from my grade level all the way up to year 12, and so I had a whole bunch of girls in it, all around me and I'm there freaking out and they're just staring at me it was very very scary to say the least oh yeah and it would be wouldn't it and on to, epi- on to today's episode's theme of the sanctity of the toilet you know it's just back to the whole work theme you know having to take a crap at work or at school, just anywhere public, it, it's just the worst, you know, you they really don't care, take care of toilets these days, you know, like, you've got Japan, and they understand the importance of a good bowl, you know, they've got these bidets and all these fancy stuff, yeah, some even have, like, TVs in the stalls, they understand the experience to be had while in western countries the most you have is a roll of toilet paper if you're lucky you know you have these if you're lucky poor, that's right i know you have these poorly kept bathrooms and you know you've got poop on the walls sometimes i remember once there was this park that i used to go to mm. when i was a kid and there was this bathroom that I would assume it would be under city council jurisdiction, which apparently they just don't visit in months. They had like a pile of toilet paper in the corner for you to take. So mm-hmm. toilet paper was fine, but the toilet itself, the entire toilet seat had a ring of a turd on it. Like a, an actual fully formed turd was on the toilet seat. You know, but, uh, it makes no sense to me because why the hell would you want to shit on the seat? There, like it wasn't even like there was just like a little bit of poop here and there. The entire bathroom was full of crap. There was crap everywhere. There was crap on the sink. There was crap everywhere. 
And I mean, cancel cancel toilets are usually some of the worst places. You know, when you go down to like the beach or something, and you go to one of the public toilets, oh, yeah. they're usually the most shit. Uh, you know. Um, what would you say aesthetics I mean they look they look terrible they're, they're not clean they're not hygienic and they're not very comfortable to take a shit there yeah, it never honestly, really is they, it wouldn't even take a whole, a whole bunch you just need to have a janitor and even with city council toilets just have a crew that goes around and I mean surely if you have a crew per city they could probably reach each bathroom at least once maybe twice a day maybe a, a day crew and a night crew it's just like a small like that in in a government's like budgetary view that is very insignificant and that could make a huge change in the way that people view bathrooms as a whole because you know i feel and of course i view it this way to a certain extent i have an appreciation for bathrooms and crapping and the whole atmosphere surrounding it and serenity and all that but the way it's viewed taking a crap is seen more as a nuisance not as an experience or a path of joy as a nuisance you know you think you've gone out of the house you're at the shopping center you've gone to buy something and you need to take a crap you know you i think the, ex the feeling you should have is Oh, I need to go take a crap. Oh, I need to go take a shit, you know? You should be able to have that feeling. But instead, you get a giant feeling of dread that just fills you to the brim. And you sit there thinking, oh no, I need to take a crap. And most people would either abandon whatever they need to do and go home, which you, sh you shouldn't ever have to do that. You know, you shouldn't have no. to forsake what you've gone there for just because of a crap. That crapping shouldn't be seen as a negative thing. And if anything, it's seen as I would say, for the general public, crapping is seen as one of the biggest nuisances of the human body. You know, it probably yeah, be up there with cancer. Yeah, need to get rid of that stuff. You know, it's like if no one sees a point in it, and I I think that's really sad. Like there is a tremendous amount of joy to be had when taking a crap. Yes, I mean, I, I could really draw it into some uh, factual stuff about the human body and why it's actually satisfying to take a crap, but I feel it, it wouldn't be really um, appropriate enough to talk about. But let's just say at base level that it's something, in most actions made by, by animals and stuff, that... that um, DNA wants you to do is usually made in a satisfying way or a pleasuring way if if it's something that is desired. So obviously taking a crap would be something that that is uh, you know a positive feeling towards you because it's something that needs to happen. And so to give you that incentive uh, would make it easier for that process to be under underwent. But yeah. um, you know, and that's why I kind of get confused and people find it as a chore because it really shouldn't be. The only time it should be is when you're not in a area in which you're comfortable shitting, which comes again back to the sanctity of the toilet bowl because obviously a toilet bowl which is um, not, not sanctified is not going to be as good, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, we'll go more into the more in depth into the experience of shitting in a later episode, but this is all we have time for today. Join us next episode where we invite a guest onto the show to talk to us about speed shitting and other topics. Anyway, thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you've enjoyed it. 
Thank you.